From the KBUT studios in Crested Butte, I'm Christopher Biddle. Negotiations over teacher pay between the Denver School District and the Denver Classroom Teachers Association will continue on Thursday as both sides await a decision from Governor Jared Polis on whether to intervene in the dispute. That's according to the website Chalkbeat Colorado, a nonprofit that covers education issues. The teachers union voted last week and announced on Tuesday the 22nd that they would strike for the first time in 25 years. The disagreement is over an incentive program called ProComp, which is on top of teachers' base salaries. Teachers have asked the district to add $30 million to that fund, but so far the district's counterproposal falls about $8.5 million short of that mark. On Wednesday, the district requested that the Colorado Department of Labor and Employment intervene in the dispute. The state has two weeks to decide, though many suspect they won't take that long. In the meantime, it is illegal for teachers to strike before the state has been given an opportunity to respond to the request. This is KBUT. Colorado Democrats are a step closer to changing the way the state's nine electoral votes are awarded in presidential elections. Scott Franz has the story. The state Senate voted along party lines on Tuesday to join the National Popular Vote Compact. The 11 states already in this group want to award their electoral votes to whichever presidential candidate wins the popular vote. But there's a catch. The group needs more states to join so they have the 270 electoral votes needed to trigger the change. All of the Democrats in Colorado's state Senate voted to switch to the popular vote system. They say the presidential race shouldn't be decided by a small group of battleground states. But Republicans are opposing the measure, with some saying it would hurt rural voters and give larger states like California more power. The legislation is now heading to the House for consideration. I'm Scott Franz from the state capitol. Avalanche danger in the Crested Butte backcountry is rated as moderate for Wednesday. Natural avalanche activity has not been observed for several days but explosive work continues to produce results at Irwin and CBMR. That's Eric Murrow, a forecaster for the Crested Butte Avalanche Center, who warns that slopes that have accumulated wind-drifted snow since the last storm can remain dangerous. Slopes that face northeast through east through south near and above treeline are the most suspect slopes to trigger a dangerous avalanche. Areas closer to Crested Butte and to the east, Outbrush Creek and Cement Creek, are the most concerning drainages as weak layers are better developed and slabs are thinner, which makes it more likely for the weight of a person or machine to impact the weak layer. Avoiding drifted slopes and keeping slope angles at more modest levels, below about 35 degrees, will help to reduce the risk of triggering an avalanche. Avalanche danger was rated as moderate at or below treeline for the Aspen backcountry, the Sawatch Range, and the northern San Juans, according to the Colorado Avalanche Information Center. Reporting for KBUT, I'm Christopher Biddle.